listening to A Quiet Mind. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another Quiet Mind podcast. Well, I'm finally home again, out of the desert, back from my almost uh, two-month road trip, following in the footsteps of Jack Kerouac, (laughs) if you will. And kind of processing the whole event over the last, well, I I guess it's been almost a week since I've been back. And some of the things that have been coming up are, I don't know, I guess they're worthy of sharing. I was just uh, speaking to my wife this morning and, you know, just talking to her about some things that I had realized uh, while I was on the trip. And I hear some birds out there. (laughs) We have a robin's nest in the tree in our front yard, and they're probably talking to their mom right now. Well, that's a nice accompaniment to have with the podcast today. So, uh, happy Sunday, everyone, and before I get into, uh, what I was going to, uh, talk to you about, that Tanya suggested that I talk to everyone out there about, uh, just want to say that thank you so much for the kind emails and the concern, and it was interesting to have so much focus on me. I've I've never really experienced that much focus around me after a podcast and what I supposedly was going through or feeling. The interesting things, I guess, that came out in the podcast were, and uh, once again, I was speaking to um, Tanya about it this morning, was uh, the fact that she brought up that I thought was interesting in the difference in a lot of the other podcasts that I have done, that in the moment, I guess, I was really in what I was expressing to you or sharing with you. And um, I don't know, I feel feel that uh, there there shouldn't be too much focus on, on, you know, what I'm feeling, and that it should be more on, uh, you know, uh, my service to my listeners and not so much about me and my story and what I'm experiencing, but I guess it came through, and in every moment there is perfection, so there you have it. (laughs) So to get back to what I wanted to talk to you about today that I see is, it's kind of a, it's an echo of the last podcast a little bit, and where I was really passionately speaking about how important it is, or or how lucky I I also feel that that I have this practice 
that these amazing masters have come before me and before us, and they have left us with these incredible teachings that guide us, that help us in our life, our daily life. And I was expressing before the difficulty of life, and life, of course, isn't always difficult, but when it is difficult, sometimes that's all we can see. And through the habits that we have formed uh, during our brief stay here on planet Earth, they are so instilled in us, so ingrained, that really, without even trying or without even being able to, um, to stop ourselves, we immediately react to whatever situation presents itself, good, bad, or indifferent. And what I noticed this morning was that um, the ability to be able to have something to fall back on, I think, is the difference between being able to suffer less in this life um, and that all of the masters that have come before us are simply asking us to put into practice a few simple things in order to see great change in our lives. And we do these things intermittently, here and there, whenever we can, whenever we can find the time. And then when a situation arises where, say, we are reacting from an old habitual uh, conditioning that we have in our mind to a particular situation, in traffic is one for me that comes up a lot. Uh, Just yesterday I was kind of caught going on an on-ramp I didn't want to go on to, and a woman, woman wouldn't let me over in her uh, in her car and I had my signal on and I was trapped and it was a very precarious situation you know and I got I got very upset and I was yelling and then right afterwards of course I caught myself and realized that in that moment my knee-jerk reaction of course was to react in a response that I had learned I had learned from driving with other people my entire life, that this is what we do, you know, in a situation uh, such as this. We yell, we scream, we, you know, we cuss, we curse, we shake our fist, we use certain fingers, fingers for gesturing, etc. You, you know, you know exactly where I'm coming from. It's like, um, I think it was that movie, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's about... um, the movie with the, the, the robot that has to learn how to drive. And uh, his response um, to the yellow light was to step on the gas <laughs> because that is what he had observed the other person doing while she was driving the car. Um, I, I think it was that uh, a movie about uh, yeah, a robot had to learn how to drive. Anyway, so that's kind of what we're like. You know, we, we watch, we observe, we learn from our surroundings, from the people that are around us, our parents, our teachers, our, you know, maybe our brothers or our sisters, and television, movies, books, and this is where we're, 
we're learning. We're, the experience is um, uh, a learned experience. And here we are, thrown out here in the world with uh, no roadmap. Um, you know, even people who have supposedly mastered their uh, sport, for instance. I'm not into sports too much, but it's good for this analogy. They still continue to have people coaching them. Even if they have mastered their sport, they still have a coach there to, to observe, to watch every move that they make and then report to them, hey, you know, I noticed that you were doing this on your backswing, etc. Um, so where's our coach? <laughs> Where, where is our coach with this? We should have the, you know, the life coach, you know, right next to us at all times. Because here we are born into this, you know, as helpless little cre creatures. You know, if we were, if they were to take a baby, a newborn baby, and just, you know, kind of blop it out in the woods somewhere, it wouldn't survive, you know, less than an hour. So why do we come into this world as such a difficult place to live at times with so many challenges and so many things that come up that uh, are very dangerous? Uh, how, why do we come into this without an owner's manual, without the ability to be able to, um, you know, do simple activities? Um with mindfulness and the people that are around us that teach us are using the same you know socially conditioned knee-jerk reaction to life that their parents did that their parents did etc 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 well fortunately we do have people that have come before us that have learned how to be okay in their own skin in this world. They have learned how to react to every situation that comes up in life without that knee-jerk reaction. So they're all, they're all asking us, you know, very simply, just to put into practice very simple methods and I noticed today, as I was speaking to Tanya, my wife, that one of the most powerful things that I have put into practice for myself, that I see um, the most dramatic results, is the simple act of breathing and sitting, just sitting somewhere daily. And even if it's only three or four breaths, just, just a few conscious breaths every day makes a, an amazing uh, transformation in your life. Of course, the more that we can do, the better. But even just a little bit today, even if you can just go sit somewhere for one moment, stop everything, sit down, and breathe in and out consciously, just three times, four times today, every day, that you will see a transformation come 
in your life. Because the way things are thrown at us in life, we tend to react as if we're in a ping pong match with life. And the way that society demands that we are constantly, you know, on the tips of our toes, reacting, you know, clever, smart, witty, being able to, in the moment, say exactly the right thing as needed. You know, the society really demands uh, constant action, activity, talking. Look at how we're all on cell phones all the time now, everywhere you look. People are going in and out of the elevator saying, Hi, yeah, Jerry, guess what? Uh, Yeah, I just went into the elevator. Yeah, I'm in the elevator right now. Isn't that something? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm on the fourth floor. Now I'm on the fifth floor. Oh, the elevator door's opened, and, you know, nobody, is anybody really here anymore? Just having an experience. Why are we doing what we're doing? Why do we constantly need to be reporting to people what's going on? Why can't we just be here right now? And that's, it's very simply stated. The people that are doing that in life simply have not been introduced to any kind of teaching yet. You know, maybe they have. I shouldn't say that. Maybe they have. Maybe they're consciously in that moment knowing that they're talking to their friend while they're in the elevator on the cell phone. (laughs) But I don't know. Uh, But we do have these teachings, and they do make a difference in our lives. And the impact that they have is very, very powerful, though they are extremely subtle. And really the effort that we have to put out in our practice is very, very minimal. Look at how hard we had to work to learn how to be able to read. You know, we we had to have a lot of training, a lot of teaching to understand how to decipher the symbols that we use to be able to communicate with one another. And you know, the depth of our learning in that, you know, can go on for the rest of our lives. We can either learn how to very simply communicate, or we can become a master of language, languages, and writing, their deciphering, and, and, and the communication um, to other people. So, how far do we want to go with our practice? It's up to us. But um, what I'm saying is even a little bit helps. Even the smallest amount helps. If you have ever learned anything complicated recently, not something that you've learned, you know, as we learned through our whole lives, how to speak, how to write, and how to decipher language. Have you learned anything recently that you had to work very hard at? Maybe a good example is how to email. (laughs) Or how to, how to uh, put an attachment on an email or how to share a photo. Look at the process that you have to go through and the time that you have to invest in order to understand something that is seemingly so simple. But you have invested time in it. And that's all you need to do with your breathing. Just invest a little time every day 
just three breaths. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in, I'm bre just, just like that. You can put the I am in if you want, or you can leave it out and just say in, out. Or you can just experience the, your lungs being filled and your, your exhalation, the lungs going down. You can feel it. It doesn't matter. Don't get too critical right now about maybe the depth of I am being part of the sentence, etc. Or I breathe in, I breathe out. Just go and sit down somewhere, someplace quiet. Even if you don't have someplace quiet, <laughs> that puts that puts uh, too many demands on this. Even if you don't have someplace quiet, just sit and consciously breathe in, out, three times today. Just three times. This will give you an edge in life, believe me. Because we are trained to react from the gut, this visceral reaction. That's how we spend so much of our time and our, the mode of transportation that we have and the reaction time that it takes in order for us to do something. We, we really are trained to be able to constantly react quickly through life. And there is very, very little time to actually sit and reflect from a moment in a calm state because we have to we we have to constantly react from the skid of our teeth reaction throughout the day that's what that's what our conditioning shows us well we're kind of going against the flow here and we're looking at how can we slow down because the importance here is that as life is throwing these things at us, there are times to react quickly and in the moment. But there are also times where we want to act from a space of stillness, a space of calmness. Picture like a calm lake somewhere or a calm pond that you've seen before, like, like a decorative pond where you can see a reflection of yourself or the surroundings. Imagine having the ability to be able to react to life and the feeling that you have is this feeling like the calm, the stillness of a lake or of a pond that's just completely still. And that's what our, our breathing can teach us. It can teach us that there is another way. We can see from our observation that we are reacting to life. That's what life seems like sometimes. It's, it's a reaction to stimulation that is somehow thrown at us or given to us or created around us. Constant stimulation is going on. There's hardly ever a moment to breathe. So in those moments, we can make a choice because we do have choice in this life. And we can choose to 
be very conscious of the fact that there is stillness in us always, all the time. It's not something that we have to manufacture. It's not something that we must create. It's something that already exists right now. It's always been there. This beautiful, calm, still lake is within us. We are that stillness. The breathing just brings us back. It's like the mindful bell that we hear at the beginning and the end of each of these podcasts. There's a, the sound of the bell. When we hear that, it's like an alarm. And in that, wake up and remember who you are. You are this stillness. You are this calm, peaceful lake. Bring the breath in and out and see this calm stillness. All we're doing is taking a moment out of our very busy and complicated lives to get back in touch with that still, calm, peaceful place inside all of us. Practice, practice, practice makes perfect. We've heard it a million times before, but it's true. If you've ever done any kind of uh, <laughs> repeated uh, activity, like if you've learned how to play guitar or an instrument or something like that, you have to repeat over and over and over and over and over again a simple exercise until you're, you finally get it. Your muscles become trained, your mind becomes attuned to uh, reacting to this situation. And then you build a paradigm or a model inside of yourself that you follow. The teaching, the training. And that's all this is. And it's something that we all have all the time, everywhere, no matter what is going on in our life, we are breathing in and out. And there it is, right there. Just sit and become aware that you are a breathing being and count one, two, three. In and out, three times. Stillness, calmness, and that is who you are. Thank you all for listening. And I would like to uh, thank you all for your concern that you have written in and uh, wanted to know what was going on with me and if I was okay. And, you know, everything is fine. All is well. You can write to me at Robert at A Quiet Mind. Thanks for listening. I'd like to end this uh, podcast with a very special gift that was sent to me by one of the listeners of A Quiet Mind. Thank you very much, Lloyd, for your very precious, very thoughtful, and priceless gift. 
and this is so beautiful. I just wanted to share it with all of you. Thanks again. Thank you.